self-care and selfishness that's being said from another person's point of view because when it comes time to take care of you you have to cut everybody else off shut it down and pay attention to what you're doing for yourself because all too often we give our time our money our attention and all of our energy to other people and once we take it away people start to call us selfish There's a thin line between self-care and selfishness. That thin line is when you need to take care of what you need to take care of, someone else is going to be upset. But as soon as you start taking care of them, they don't don't care about self-care. They're not thinking about what you did for yourself, what you need to do for yourself, or what has or hasn't been done. That thin line is what they see when it's time for you to take care of you. It's a hard thing to do, but it's, it's necessary. Self-care is a new new phase, a new craze, I guess you can say, is going on. But it's something that's been overlooked for far too long. Paying attention to you is just as important as paying attention to everyone else. You take a look around and look at, start looking into self-care books and, and self-care idealism and all that kind of stuff. They all tell you, you cannot serve others from an empty dish. If you're not paying attention to what you're putting into you, physically, mentally, you know, as far as food, strength, exercise, you can't give to anybody else. You're going to be burnt out. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be upset. You're going to be very hard to get along with. And the advice and service that you offer to people is not going to be useful. You have to make sure you're taking care of yourself, you're feeding yourself, and you're, you're taking time to reinvigorate your mind, your purpose, your passions, and all those things that people see in you that they want your advice and your attention and want you around for. If you don't, it's going to be a rough road because when people have gotten everything they need from you, they're going to move on and you'll be left to yourself. Tired empty and upset so on this road of sharing and taking care of people and being a servant leader and 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 sharing what you have with the world make sure you take time to take care of yourself there's a thin line between selfishness and self-care and you don't cross it other people do so being in self-care is so new and we have to get a better understanding of it what does self-care look like what is it to say or who's to say what self-care is I mean, how do we know when we need it how do we know when we're doing it and more importantly how do we know when we're not doing it so I looked up a, a few things on a, in a few places found an article written by Shannon Ashley seven self-care lessons you might have forgotten or never heard of The seventh thing Shannon Ashley talks about is you are allowed to change your mind. So whatever you think self-care is now, you can change your mind later. 
If you think you don't need it, you can change your mind and say that you do. If you think you're doing too much, too little, too whatever, you can change your mind. Lesson number one, you are allowed to change your mind. Lesson number two, it pays to speak positively. If you don't do anything to necessarily shut down and take away from other people or go into a corner or go into a quiet place, positive self-talk is important. Build yourself up from the inside out. Don't wait for everybody else to give you affirmations and support and, and kind words. Give yourself some. Start there. If you can do that, that self-care at, at its base, at the minimum. It pays to have a positive self-talk. Lesson number three. A daily routine is solid. If you can stay into a routine and make sure you're taking care of what you need to take care of for you, you'll always have time to take care of other people. So create a daily routine, something you can stick to and make things happen. If that includes going to the gym, having you know, five or ten minute coffee break, or a good walk, some push-ups here and there, a daily routine. Lesson number four of the self-care lessons you might have forgotten or never heard of. Explore your feelings. Figure out why you feel a certain way or just how you feel and, and take time to do that. Because all the information you're getting from other people is going to make you feel some kind of way. All the things going on in your mind, all the things going on around you, all the things that you see that necessarily don't have anything to do with you, but you have some kind of feelings about it. Take time to think about it so you can deal with it accordingly. So when someone asks you for your advice or your opinion, you can give it to them and believe everything that you say and feel good about it. Lesson number five. Being you is a valid goal. Just figuring out who you are, what you want to do. Understanding your place in the world and your contribution. Take time to understand that. That's self-care. In that downtime part of your routine, have some time for reflection. And you can handle lesson number five. Lesson number six, what's your purpose? You need a purpose. You need a purpose to, to buy into, to tie into, to hold tight. Something that makes you, you. Something that makes you worthwhile. Makes you attractive to other people to come to, to talk to, to want to be around, to be in their world. What is your purpose? And finally, lesson number seven of the seven self-care lessons you might have forgotten or never heard of. You can always do for others. You can always do for others. So take time to develop and understand who you are. Because once you, you, you dive in and start doing for other people, they're going to expect it. And you have to know that taking time for yourself is not selfishness. It's self-care. There's a thin line between selfishness and self-care. Shannon Ashley's article, The Seven Self-Care Lessons You Might Have Forgotten or Never Heard Of, I found on, on Medium. But take some time to use these lessons. You're allowed to change your mind. It pays to speak positively. A daily routine is important. Explore your feelings. Being you is a valid goal. 
understand your purpose and knowing you can always do for others is important to help you create that space so you can take care of you. If you don't do that, you cannot serve from an empty dish. Okay, so how do we fill this dish? We talked about the seven self-care lessons that you might not have heard of or forgotten, whatever, whatever. But let's be real. Let's be quick. How do we change up if we don't have any self-care routines or self-care is just the furthest thing from our mind? How can we start quickly? It's a great question. So I looked around and I figured out, okay, what am I doing for my self-care? Sometimes I just sleep late. I look forward to those Saturday afternoons or Saturday mornings or I guess it's Saturday afternoon by the time I get up. But those days that I can take some time and and stay in bed a little bit longer and enjoy some rest. Laughing is good. Go and get a good laugh. Go to a comedy show or watch one of your favorite comedy routines or get on YouTube or check out a, a quick video or something and get the day going. Tell a corny joke. Little things that will change up and and start feeding into you and boosting you are what matters in the self-care routine. Long term, it starts day by day. You can have a routine that you do every Friday you get a massage, every Sunday you go get your nails done, whatever it may be. Something you can start quickly. I searched the article found Success Magazine's uh, 20 Simple and Real Ideas to Add to Your Self-Care Routine by Megan Nicole O'Neill. A couple of ones I picked out that were kind of easy to start and something you can do right now. Take a walk. Just get up from what you're doing. Take 10 to 15 minutes and take a walk. Just get your blood flowing. You know, get your heart rate up and change the scenery a little bit. It gives you a chance to let your mind wander, you actually wander, and you just, you know, stretch and, and move out of the situation, move out of the, the moment, let that pass and come back and kind of deal with it. And if you can do that every day, that's going to help you out. Another uh, another one of the 20 she had on there, I didn't. I don't have all 20, I just picked out ones that I thought were pretty good. When you get home at the end of the day, take some take a relaxing bath. Throw some bubbles in there. When's the last time you had a bubble bath? I don't care, man, woman, boy or girl. When's the last time you had a nice bubble bath? Another one on here that I like a lot was aromatherapy. And you can combine those two and get you some bubbles that smell good, that'll fill your room, you know, bath bombs, bath salts, all that kind of stuff. Do something that just lets you unwind and takes you to another place of less stress. Set yourself up. Detach from the world. Take a moment to be with you. Aromatherapy. Nice relaxing hot bath, a cold bath, whatever it is. Relaxing bath and aromatherapy. And the last one on here that I thought was pretty cool that was all easy to do is schedule it. If you can't do it today, you know, tomorrow, the next couple of days is going to be busy. Put it on your calendar to take a down day. To do whatever it is you want to do. To take that hot bath, 
like that candle, and watch that comedy show. Worst case scenario, schedule self-care. Get it in. It's very important. There's a thin line between self-care and selfishness. Other people cross it. You don't. Set yourself up. Take some time. Do what you need to do. You cannot serve when you are broken. You cannot serve when you are tired. Take a moment. Pull it all together. Prioritize. Get it all going. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you feeling the way you feel? Self-care matters. No one's going to take better care of you than you. Take the time. Make it happen. And do great things. When you do great things for yourself, you'll do awesome things for other people. So as we close out this episode, can't forget the that's so random fact of the day. One small and strange piece of self-care that I found was the ability to just clean your clutter. I'm a person that keeps a, a full desk. I won't say messy because I know everything has a purpose and where it is on my desk. But my desk is kind of full. And some people might call it messy, but I don't. But one self-care trick that I found, uh, just clean it. Rearrange it, get it off the, you know, start with a clean slate and then let it fill up again. And every now and then go back and clean it. It'll, it'll change your mind. It'll change your perspective. And some of that clutter that you don't need anymore just goes away. So as you go forward, keep things in mind. Keep things in perspective. And sometimes just wipe it all away and start again. Self-care is important. You need it. You cannot serve if you're not serving yourself first. That's the episode. That's our topic for today. We appreciate you joining us. We hope that we can be part of your self-care routine as we continue to work on ours. Thanks for joining us. See you next time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the podcast. I'm your host, Damian Anthony.